bed than all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff, with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hiya, folks. Old Man Grognard here. Happy Sunday. Hope you're all doing well. And I've been poking around my OSR stuff. And one of the things in this Thanksgiving season that just passed that I am thankful for is the OSR. Because it proved to me that old games don't die. Even if they go out of print, they don't die. Somebody has a copy out there. And it just... It took it took it took a revelation, but you know, to realize that hey, it's not like something that's going to break. The, well, books do, but I mean, it's not like there's a, a moving parts in here very much that will break down. And even then, it's preserved now. Now, in the electron, in the internet age, is preserved more or less. And I realize in the electronic age, people are always saying, well, media breaks down, you know. Well, my DVDs will break down. VHS tapes broke, will break down. Cassettes, whatever. And the internet is not a guarantee of that because it will break down, as in people will lose information. It's just bits and bytes. And I say, well, the solution to that is redundancy. And it's easier, it's a lot easier to be redundant on the internet than it is anywhere else. I mean, I don't carry around three copies of my Dungeon Master's Guide or something like that, but it's easy to do that if you put your stuff in three places, say on the cloud or something like that. Always have a backup, so that's a good thing. But physical media, physical media, I'm looking at my 1E Player's Handbook here that's 51 years old. And what do I do to take care of it? We'll get more into that after this. Yeah, looking at this 1E Player's Handbook. Now, this is not my original one. I, you, but first of all, confession time. I never really had game books until 2nd edition. Because my friends would play, and I wouldn't play as frequently as I wanted to. And they played Champions and other things, too. But I never had a 1E set until, I'm not going to say recently, and I'm going to say in the last 10 years. Because I managed to pick up from Half Price Books. When I first started going to Half Price Books, for $30, I picked up all three 1E books for about 30 bucks, And that was great. I, I finally have a set of 1E books. They were not all that old. They were the uh, Orange Spine reprints, but hey, it's 1E book, you know. And I got kind of tired of looking at them on there, so I finally, I think I gave them away in a contest or something like that, because I picked up at North Texas RPG Con a couple of years ago a set of earlier printing books with the original covers on them. And my player's handbook is a sixth printing. So we're looking at the copyright on here is 78. Yeah, 78. So we're looking at 51 years right here. It's hard to believe that Dungeons and Dragons has been around over 50 years. Actually, to me, it's not that hard. Because think about it. What was, what happened before role-playing games? Don't say nothing. (laughs) 
<laughs> what happened before role play games? War games. How long has war games been around? At least until the turn, of the, at least from the turn of the century. I mean, I don't remember when H.G. Wells published Little Wars, but they were doing that before that, and and people were war gaming. I mean, governments were war gaming just as tactical exercises and trying to p figure out what the enemy is going to do, or they have done this, we must do that type of thing. And role playing has been around too in other in like psychological world fields. And things. It was kind of a tool. And even the funny shaped dice had been around for a while because they were around, you buy them in like school supply stores and stuff to teach mathematics. So the, the it's like the piece, I feel like James Burke, it's the pieces that were around. And that one thing, that, that one thing that happened to put all of this together, and their names were Gary Gygax and Dave Artisan, with some help probably. And th those two were the ones who put it all together into what we call now role-playing games. Just turning into a history lesson here. It's, it's more of waxing nostalgic, and I'm just going over the, the history and things of that kind of thing. Now, my player's handbook, it's not my favorite book of the three. My favorite book of the three is Dungeon Master's Guide because of the wealth of information in there, not just for Dungeon Masters, but for everybody. Players, too. And, you know, it took me a while, in second edition, it took me a while to realize the player's handbook was strictly for the players. Because it shows you how to make a character, how to fight, and spells. And while Gary has all his little tables and stuff, and that's pretty much what it consists of. All the other, all the good stuff, to me, was in the Dungeon Master's Guide. You know, I could I could pick that thing up and make an adventure. You know, just just on on the spur of the moment if I had to. We we did a show on this about like if you just got the main book or books, what kind of adventure can you make? What can you make on the spur of the moment? You can make a lot of stuff on the spur of the moment. Doesn't mean it's going to hold together, but it'll work. I mean, I can my my. Concern, seeing, seeing as I've been doing gangbusters now, my main concern is, will the story hold together? And I'm talking like, I'm not even creating plots. I'm creating, like I said, outlines. Because the players have input when they get to the table. They have heavy input. So, what my job is, to me, on the other side of the screen, is to make sure whatever I came up with is plausible. Or plausible to the point... It, point where it won't affect the suspension of disbelief, which is endemic, not endemic, but is required for all most all entertainment outside of things like sports. So I've got to make sure it hangs together and I can do a pretty good job of that. I can, you know, I got to, I, I present something where a player will go, okay, I'll buy that. Now let's go with it. And that's what you're looking for right there. That's what you're looking for, is plausibility. But, uh, like I said, this is basically a nostalgia remember show right now, because I'm looking at my players here, like, how do I take care of this? I've been messing around with cardboard or paper bag covers for these things. You remember how you used to make them in school and stuff? And I thought, it's so nostalgic. What can I do to jazz that up. And so I got a few shopping bags and I start, I've been starting to play around with like artwork in the front and stuff. And I may even, 
don't know if I could sell them, but I mean, you know, make them for my own anyway, put some nice pictures on the front and, you know, so protect them a little because these things have been made of iron because they were made by a textbook manufacturer. But at the same time, they're over 50 years old. So I got to think about putting a little protection. I mean, so, you know, they got... Like the DMG's got a few stains and stuff in it from people like, I think, spilling Coke on it or something. But that's okay. That's part of the age. And when the pages start to yellow, I really like it when the pages start to yellow. Then it starts feeling like a tome. feels like a an ancient, an ancient book of knowledge or something like that. But anyway, I'm going to go start my day. So if you guys want to talk to anything about this, oldmangrognar.gmail.com or you can drop me a voicemail on Anchor. We are monetized, so as little as 99 cents a month, you too can help support my show, and I would appreciate it. Thank you again for my supporters, Jonathan, Oliver, Mark, Gilbert, Juan Carlos, Daniel, and Dan, because you guys are great. Don't forget Dan Gregg's the Young, Young, Y-U-N-G, Young Grognard Podcast, and Mark C. Wallring's the Yawning Owlbear Podcast. So until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm, and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air.